0: Hey everyone, I'm Haley Bloom-Peterson, and this is Our Stories, Our Health. We're here to share your stories, your experiences with our so-called healthcare system, to shed some light on the ways in which it fails us, the ways others profit off of us, to show you that you're not the only one who can't figure this whole thing out. We all have stories, and in telling those stories, we become the vehicle for wholesale change. Tomorrow, October 24th, is the first ever National Vote Early Day. Now, absentee voting has been around um, for quite a while, but historically, voting absentee required some kind of reason. In Minnesota, we've had no excuse absentee voting since 2014, but this year, early voting and voting by mail is especially important given the pandemic, and nearly 1 million Minnesotans have already cast their ballot. So, to talk a little bit more about voting, Erin Conti is here with me today. Welcome, Erin. Hi, Haley. It's lovely to be here. If you've been listening to the podcast, you've gotten to know Dr. Hannah Lickson, who is one of our board chairs, and Erin is the other half of the dynamic duo. And did I just give you guys a little nickname? Maybe. You did. I feel <laughs> really good about it. Um, I mean, yes. feel free to suggest other things, but...
1: Yeah, I am the Robin to Hannah's medically competent Batman, um, you know, in an organization focused on healthcare, care. Uh, Dr. Hannah is a rock star. But uh, in this, the land of voting, dare I say, I may get to wear the crown today. <laughs>
0: I, yeah, I think that's right. Um, so you've been doing some work around voting. I sure have.
1: Uh, so Elections are always important. This election, for just a host of reasons, feels especially so. Um, And for now, a number of years, I have been working with Election Protection, um, which is a nonpartisan coalition of groups uh, like the Lawyers Committee for Civil Rights Under Law and NAACP and the League of Women Voters and uh, several dozen more. Um, we operate a hotline uh, that covers the entire country uh, that helps voters with their questions and concerns. We monitor uh, voting shenanigans and try to resolve those. Uh, it's just it's a whole thing. Um, and in particular, uh, with my colleagues, we will be running a, a virtual call center this year in Minnesota, uh, answering questions from voters on election day and uh, the day before. Uh, In Minnesota, Kentucky, and Louisiana.
0: Wow, that is awesome. Um, So, first big question Have you voted yet?
1: I am, in fact, going to participate on early voting day, this new national day that I think is just the bee's knees. So, I have my ballot, it is all filled out, it is on uh, the little table by the door,
0: and uh, we are ready. I love that. And I think one of the things that's been so great this year is I've had so many friends reach out to me and say, "Hey, what's your voting plan?" Yes. And it's just like it's been really great, especially when I was like, "Oh, well, I already voted because I I I requested an absentee ballot back in I don't even know, before the primary so I requested yes. for both the primary and the general. And then I dropped it off at um, the county election office, which was so easy. Mm -hmm. And it took me like two seconds. And they also gave me an I voted sticker there. And there was one in the absentee ballot envelope. So (laughs) I got to wear the one that I actually on the day I voted and then I get to wear another one. On actual election uh,
1: day <laughs> which I feel like if they told people that there was the potential for double I voted stickers really everyone would be converted to early voting and here we are the nerdiest of nerds um uh, oh we're gonna we're gonna next level this nerding uh, because I heard on NPR today or yesterday the refrain of all nerds um that Joan grow introduced those stickers um yeah. that was one of her. Her uh, initiatives and boy, they're genius.
0: For those of you who don't know, Joan Grow, former Secretary of State, one of my personal idols. Um, Okay, so let's talk a little bit about all the ways that we can vote in Minnesota. Yes.
1: All right. Options aplenty in the great state of Minnesota. So you can vote on election day, you can vote before election day, you can vote by mail, you can vote in person. Um, You cannot vote online, disappointing, single tier. Um, But lots (laughs) and lots of options. Let's talk in detail.
0: So voting on Election Day, that one's pretty straightforward. Most people are used to doing that. And a lot of people get really excited about it. This year, because of safety reasons and health reasons, a lot of people are choosing not to do that. But if you are choosing to do that, great. Yes, voting on Election Day, if possible,
1: big fan of early voting, especially this year. Let's take care of each other and be as safe as possible and reduce human contact. Um, But some reasons you might want to vote on election day. Let's say you have not registered and you get to election day and you think, golly gee shucks, I should participate in democracy. Just want to remind you, yes, you can vote and you can register on the same day in Minnesota. Super important, super helpful for people who procrastinate. Like I usually
0: do. Another reason why voting early, I think, is so important this year is, yes, we want to keep poll workers safe. We want to limit contact. But also, you don't know if you might feel ill or I don't know if anyone's looked outside. It's not very great weather right now. And so being able to get to the polling place is really key. And if you wait until Election Day... Any sort of sniffles or fever or any other of the symptoms of coronavirus might keep you from actually getting there. So voting as early as you can is one way to prevent that from happening.
1: That is entirely right. You know, you never know what's going to come up on Election Day and, and you can just... Take that angst out of your life by voting early. The other thing that is super helpful uh, to think about is just, um, you know, making that election space available to people who truly need it on election day. If you're able to vote early, you are making voting accessible to more people, making the polling center available to people who maybe didn't have the opportunity to do so early, uh, and you're keeping things accessible uh, and and functioning well. Uh, you also are uh, reducing that uncertainty for yourself. So it's just, it's a great move anytime you can do it, but especially in pandemic times, voting early uh, is just fantastic.
0: So for both voting early and voting on election day in person, um, There have been some polling locations that have changed this year. So if you don't know, or even if you think you do know where your polling location is, and especially for early voting, because that's often a different place, um, you can go to the Secretary of State's website, which is sos.state.mn.us. You can also Google Secretary of State Minnesota and you'll find it. Okay, so voting by mail. Is it too late to request an absentee ballot?
1: So legally, it is not too late to request an absentee ballot. The timeline for actually receiving that ballot and returning it is getting pretty darn tight. So if you are inclined to vote by mail, right this second, go, go, go. But also you're going to want to have a couple other potential voting plans in place. So what are you going to do if you don't get that absentee ballot in time, um, you know, what, what are your contingencies? So, Mm -hmm. so fast, 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 if you're on the absentee train, but you know, you may also want to consider going to one of the places that's offering early voting and, and participating in that way.
0: Yes. And another thing to remember is even if you've requested your absentee ballot and you have it and it's, you know, you've filled it out or it's just sitting in that pile of things, you're going to get to eventually, you can take that and um, bring it to um, a lot of county election offices or um, there are other places around the state to drop off that ballot so you don't have to actually stick it in the mail. Then you know it's going to be counted and you're all set.
1: I just want to remind people that in most cases, you cannot bring your absentee ballot back to literally the space where people are voting on election day. You'll want to check with the Secretary of State's website or your county election officials to find out where you should take that ballot if you want to hand deliver it.
0: That's a really good point. One other thing we didn't touch on, but it also applies to a much smaller subset of people, is you can vote. From the military or abroad?
1: Yes. There are some additional federal uh, protections for individuals who are out of the country on election day. And, and probably the, the easiest thing to do if you fall into that uh, group of people is to go to the Secretary of State's website uh, and check it out. Uh, but you, there are a number of resources available mm-hmm. there.
0: I got to say, is one of the best, most easy to use websites.
1: Yes, we're super lucky in the state to have Steve Simon. He is, frankly, a national treasure, um, but (laughs) but, a gem within the state of Minnesota.
0: Absolutely. Why is voting, and especially voting early, important to you?
1: Voting is... um, it's it's foundational, right? All of the rules of this country that we live in uh, stem out of that. That we we get together and we we pick we pick who's going to be in charge, and and that sets the table for everything else and all of the organizing and and influencing and uh, work that goes into making our communities function well. So. It's that. Um, it's incredibly important, uh, and people have died for that right. Um, and then I think you know, in terms of early voting, early voting is is the latest in a, a historic march to make franchise more accessible, right? When we started this country, it was landowning men who got to pick who who governs us, and and over time that population. Has has grown to include more and more people, and the ability to to kind of stagger your voting and be able to do it not just in a teeny narrow window of time uh, is really continuing that work of making it possible for everyone who who is a citizen here uh, to be able to choose
0: the people who lead them. I love the way that you're that you've put that. You know, normally on this podcast we talk about healthcare, we talk about um, people's stories with healthcare. We talk about what we need to know in terms of the pandemic. And the fact that election day is falling in the middle of a global pandemic definitely makes voting a healthcare concern this year. But voting is inextricably tied to healthcare, even in a more normal year. I mean, we've been talking about wholesale change. And when we talk about wholesale change, we're talking about change that maybe starts with a story with that one patient or the one provider, but it has to Grow and it has to reach the people who actually pass the bills that get signed into law, and voting is how we make sure that the people writing those bills reflect our values and um, make sure that they're moving in the direction that we want to go.
1: That's entirely right. Um, and you know, as as I was filling out my absentee ballot, I was thinking about who are the leaders that are going to who are going to listen to those stories and and have that human empathy and appreciate. Uh, the ways in which uh, in which some Minnesotans have been left behind and who are the people that are going to think about moving all of us forward it's it's tremendously powerful who who holds the gavels, who sits in the chairs and who will be hearing from the people and and trying to make our make our desires into policy.
0: So there's one other question that even though this has been an episode talking about, national vote early day. I'm going to ask you, even though it's a little off theme. Beautiful. Bring it on. What are your hopes for our healthcare
1: system? I have, I have hopes big and hopes small. Uh, So this could, this could be a winding answer. Um, you know, big, I want all, all people to, to feel secure in, um, in their access to the care that they need to live a life with dignity. Um, I want them to know that they can get that care. I want them to know um, that getting that care isn't going to bankrupt them or their families. Uh, I want them to know that the people in the system who provide that care are going to do so in a kind and equitable, really holistic, culturally competent way. Uh, so I have I have big dreams for a healthcare system that treats people like people deserving of dignity. Um, in the very short run, what do I want from our healthcare system? I want uh, providers to be making decisions uh, in conjunction with their patients. I don't want uh, paper pushers interfering with care decisions. Um, I want... I want people to be able to afford their medications. Uh, I want insulin to be revisited. Uh, now that the Alex Smith bill is is facing legal challenge, um, I want more oversight over hospitals and and where our healthcare resources
0: are allocated. Uh, I I have big dreams for us. Thank you so much, Erin, for joining me today and giving us a little bit more info about voting early. Um, And just, you know, one more, one more plug, if you have questions, check out the Secretary of State's website, I'm going to put the link in um, the show description as well. Um, Yes. And please, if you encounter troubles or
1: if you have friends in other states who don't have Secretary Simon watching over them, make sure that you share widely the phone number 866-OUR-VOTE-VOTE. That is a national hotline uh, staffed with lawyers and paralegals who are ready to answer your voting questions and to try to help you find help if you need it.
0: That's awesome. Thank you so much. Um, Yeah. All right. Well, go continue fighting the good fight and we'll talk to you soon.
1: Thank you, friend. It's been a pleasure.
0: We know it's hard to stay up to date on all that's happening around COVID-19, but we're here to make that a little bit easier. Our Stories Our Health is committed to bringing you timely, science-based information and the stories of Minnesotans as they make their way through this challenging time. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Our Health MN. That's O-U-R-H-E-A-L-T-H-M-N. Or head to our website to share your own story, OurStoriesOurHealth.org. We get through this together. Wash your hands, wear a mask, and maintain social distance. For you, for me, for all of us.